again, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the QED Experience. I am still Colton, and this is still Chad. Uh, and today, we're going to have a little discussion on social media. I don't know. I feel like I have a little bit more of a definitive stance on social media. <laughs> I I mean, we're going to agree on a lot of these things, I, I would yeah. say. <laughs> I mean, I feel like neither of us really use it a whole lot, at least now. Used it yeah. when you're younger and that kind of stuff, but yeah, that kind of fades away. <laughs> yeah. So I guess for some for some context, for me personally, I don't like you said. I don't really use social media. I mean, I have a Facebook account that pretty much is to like keep in contact with family, and that's about it. Uh, I technically have a Twitter, but I don't ever look at it. I haven't looked at it for years. Uh, I believe technically I have an Instagram account. Uh, honestly, that has mostly been only for a couple friends. And my fiance has an account which she posts stuff on. So I like to follow that. Mm-hmm. That's about it. I don't know. Would you consider Reddit a social media? <laughs> uh, maybe kind of. I, I guess I don't, I don't know. Ever, I wouldn't. I don't. Yeah. I'm a lurker. So I don't I don't ever interact socially on there. So I don't know if yeah. I count that. I feel like uh, it's like it's a forum. I don't know if I would consider I guess, it like a social media platform. I guess yeah, that's probably you know? a better way to put it. So yeah, I, I don't I don't use a lot of social media. I'm not on TikTok or anything else in that respect. Um, but I did used to use it. I used Facebook mm-hmm. a lot more back in high school and stuff when it first came out and everything. So I have sort of evolved with (laughs) social media and like my opinions on it have have changed with the growing uh i guess standards of social media as well yeah that's fair i feel like it's the same way i'm kind of kind of the same boat Uh, yeah yeah i use facebook and that kind of stuff in high school i had a twitter once twitter once upon a time i i don't think i've touched it in like close to 10 years maybe i think it's probably been about seven or eight years yeah Yeah. um i have a facebook that i also don't use i at one point yeah used it for communication honestly mostly for school groups like classes would get together to discuss well answers and assignments but that's about it and more than anything i go on youtube and i just watch videos that's kind of like my crutch you know so yeah kind of similar Used it a little bit. Haven't really been in touch with it for a long time. Um, anytime I've ever had any little bit of social media or you see, I don't know, like little clips or captures of Twitter posts or Facebook posts, I'm always like, yeah, that's pretty much why I'm not on there because I don't want to deal yeah. with <laughs> yeah. any of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you think uh, it's been better for you having not used it really much anymore? Uh, I- I'd say it's good for quality of life. I mean... Yeah, there, there's a few things or there's a few reasons, I guess, why I would say that uh, straight up. I think social media is just a really big waste of time. A lot of the time. Yeah, I would yeah. rather do a lot of different things aside from that. I mean, that being said, like I said, I waste a lot of time on, on YouTube, but yeah, still <laughs> um, it's I'd rather learn some educational or informational stuff on YouTube than scroll through a, a lot of usually useless kind of posts or whatever on on different social media platforms yeah um so i think it's been beneficial like that um that's probably one of the biggest factors i i I would say the information that's on social media is 
hit or miss too. Like there's a lot of, yeah, I don't know because I, I, one of my big takes on social media and why I never really used it is that I don't feel the need to tell anybody anything about myself. Yeah, like, like, why do you make a status on Facebook? Why do you yeah. tweet? Like, I'm like, yeah. if, if I want to talk to something or someone about something important, well, I have interesting friends like you <laughs> yeah. that, that I can talk to them about. Like, yeah, I, I don't feel the need to just post out there yeah, and do put, oblivion put, and put my thoughts know into the world. On. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the part that I, I never really got. And like, I remember like straight up trying to do that when I was younger and like, and I use Facebook more and like, like you would try to do that because that's what everybody did. That's just what you did. You post the stuff that you're doing and the thoughts that you're having. <laughs> and then I go back and I look at my really old Facebook post and everything. And I'm like, why the hell did I say that? Why did that need to be there? <laughs> like, this is just dumb or embarrassing or I don't know. I I, I don't see any value in that uh, really yeah. anymore. It was kind of tough because we, we kind of grew up in that the age where like social media yeah. was on the rise. Like, yeah, like Facebook was a new thing. Twitter was a really new thing right when we were hitting the years where people would generally get like a cell phone or whatever. Uh, and you had access to these kind of platforms. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that had an influence and there was some, some FOMO going on and you didn't want to, you know, Oh yeah. everyone's 100%. doing this stuff. It's just the thing to do. So you're going to do it as well. Yeah. I don't know. It never, it never caught me though. For whatever yeah. reason. The only thing, yeah, that's interesting is just, I mean, like by all means, like cat videos and like memes and all that stuff. Sure. Entertaining. Obviously that's why so many people look at so many of them, which, which is fair, but yeah, I mean, I can only do it for so long before I'm like, I need to get up and go do something with myself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my you know? God. <laughs> and, and I don't know. I feel like, like going off of that, like the, the beams and the, the funny stuff there, uh, or the, the entertainment aspect of it, I guess I to I totally get that. Like that, mm -hmm. that stuff makes sense to me. I'm like, sure, that's fine. I'll do that. And then the same as you, like I'll just watch YouTube videos and things. And, um, and I scroll Reddit for stuff like that. Mostly. It's the social aspect that I don't yeah. care about. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I don't, I don't care to go and read everybody's comments mm -hmm. and see what other people are thinking about this. I don't know. Maybe that's a bad thing, but I'm just like, no, I don't. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I feel like there's like really just two extremes. Either a lot of people are like you and I, or they don't really interact, and yeah. maybe they just are a, a viewer, an observer, uh, or they just have to sit there and argue and fight about everything. And like, yeah. like 95% of the people on there have no idea what they're talking about on any given topic that they're ranting. They're just fighting and arguing based off of like either their just opinion or some BS they've seen at some point online. Sometimes they know what they're talking about and they're well-informed and that's cool. But very, usually that person or a, an, an individual is only really educated on you know, like a certain amount of top, like a finite number of topics and only to a certain degree. It's still yeah. to some amount, just an opinion uh, yeah. with some fact. in. so <clears throat> I don't know. It just feels like counterproductive. And what if you yeah. sit there and argue away and, and then what you, you finish your argument now, now what, what have you, yeah, what, what have you, you're not going to change you know? someone's <laughs> mind. You're not going to change someone's yeah. mind. No, like there's no way if someone, if someone has, has, like is is willing to go publicly onto the internet and start spouting their opinions they already believe in them strongly enough that some other 
random collection of words being sent back to them. They don't know who you are. They don't know what your experience is. They're not going to be convinced by some other, like somebody typing words back at them. No. So why? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, what's the point? What are you trying to accomplish? It just feels like it. such a waste of time. Like, yeah. if you want to sit there and argue about a topic, well, there's a lot of resources on the internet from places like journals or articles yeah. that have actual facts and are supported by <laughs> like peer reviewed papers by professionals in whatever field that you can go read and yeah. get the information you're looking for without feeling like you need to like conquer the internet <laughs> and then express your usually wrong opinions kind of all over the place. So I don't know, kind of annoying. And then so what there's, you got people who argue about nothing. <laughs> and then then I feel like you have people who are just in it for, I guess, attention, maybe. A oh, 100%. Um, like, I feel like anytime I see someone who's sitting there posting their life on Facebook, it's like, what's, what's the reason? Are you wanting people to comment or think more highly of you? Or is it sometimes maybe a cry for help? Uh in regards to certain stuff when you know you're yeah. posting kind of everything or especially like generally private information yeah. I, I would say on on social media like you no know, it's just never occurred to me to want to do that <laughs> yeah no i don't know i i know that the the studies and stuff and like everybody says like oh yeah likes on social media and stuff they give you a hit of dopamine or whatever they they make you feel good and i'm like Sure, I can, I, I can kind of see that, but at least for myself, like that get that gets old. Mm-hmm. It got old pretty quick, and I'm like, oh, some people like myself. I'm like, okay, cool, but now what? That doesn't mean anything to me. Whereas if like I can share those experiences with people in person, then we've actually made a connection and stuff, and that and that's a lot more valuable to me. Oh, yeah. But uh, I don't know if it's changed so much. But uh, I had an interesting time talking with uh Kaylee's younger brother uh who is or has gotten a little bit deeper into like TikTok and stuff and uh he's a he's a pretty well-spoken guy so I've been able to like actually ask him why he wants to use stuff and his opinions on things and he straight up said he 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 kind of feels like he has an obligation to his viewers and it's not like he's super popular or anything. Like he's got a few, I don't, probably even less than a hundred people that like really watch his stuff like regularly. And it's like his friends from school or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but people go on there and they'll like him or anything. He's like, oh, I feel like I just have to, I always have to be doing something. I always have to post something. And and it's it's like an obligation. I'm like, well well, why? <laughs> like, like, what are you gaining from this? Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. get it. And he's like, well, it's just because people like it. And then like, I can upkeep my image and, and everything. I'm like, I, it's not worth it, man. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know though. Those, those likes on the, the social media and stuff, they're not going to translate to anything of value later on. And it's like, oh, well, what if I make it big? What if I become a big influencer and everything? Like you can't, that's basically winning the lottery. You can't bet on that. Yeah, well, with that too. I mean, usually a lot of the times when people hit it big like that, they're just doing something because they like to do it. Uh, there's a yeah. lot of pressures later on when you have like some hundreds of thousands or millions of followers that come out and you're yeah. an actual content creator. But for the most yeah. part, when people are small, they just do what they like doing. 
with their small like the viewer the viewership doesn't matter it's yeah you just doing what you love and it's more of a hobby and then hey if you love it enough you're going to make some quality content and people are you're going to gain a following right and then yeah. that's a little bit of a different case but that's what i kind of, what i kind of tried to explain to him like honestly like you should just be doing this stuff because you like it like try and share a part of you that you enjoy and, and you need to be be happy with that stuff um and, and then if you really care about people seeing it, they will pick up on that. And mm. then you can start to worry about trying to cater to your audience because it's going to be thousands or millions of people. And I feel like for for these younger kids now, they, they missed that first step. They don't see that because they watch the big influencers and stuff on TikTok and YouTube and everything. And they, mm-hmm. and they post every day and they do these other things and they, they, uh, they address their audience and say, Oh, Hey guys, like quick little update on my life. But that shit doesn't matter when you only no. have 50 people watching your TikTok. <laughs> that doesn't matter. You just yeah. need to be doing something that's good. And then if it catches on, then sure, whatever, do yeah. what you want. But Even you can't try to just jump to that, that later step. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fair. I mean, like it makes sense for maybe business purposes, but first of all, I mean, you got to have a following in order to have a business kind of deal and, yeah. and, and express yourself on social media. So I, I feel like yeah. it makes sense in some aspects, but that's only to cater to all the people that are <laughs> sitting on social media anyways. Um, like, I mean, it, it makes sense to be able to, I don't know, show your product and kind of convince people to buy your stuff or show them the value it has. That's, that's a little bit different. Or, yeah, if you have a following and you're a content creator, I mean, obviously you want to keep people entertained and coming back. But I don't know, just as like a day-to-day person, I just don't really see the value in it, I suppose. But uh, I, I did want to talk about how you think pretty much what we're talking about now a little bit, but expanding on it, uh, how so the use of social media like this is shaping the minds of people, um, oh, especially youth, and how you think yeah. that might affect generations kind of going forward. Yeah. Oh, man, um, I don't yeah, think it's, it's good. No, <laughs> I feel like especially with platforms like okay, Instagram is a pretty bad one uh, in terms of imagery and things like body image and that yeah. kind of stuff, because no one's sitting there taking pictures of themselves and posting themselves when they're at a bad moment in their life. They're, they're yeah. sitting there when they go on their vacations, when they're, you know, having a great outing with family or friends or when they buy something new that they can kind of show off to others. Um, and I feel like there's a few things that come up from that. It's like, first and foremost, I mean, if you're posting images of yourself, sometimes you're just looking for likes or comments as like affirmation. Maybe if you're, if you're a little low, uh, on yourself or you're just posting all the great things and, you know, sometimes people just other people seeing you just feel worse about themselves because all they're seeing is how great everyone else's life is around them. And how bad theirs is, but they're not seeing the negatives of everyone else's life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's bad. It it skews people's perspective on what life can be. And when you're when you're young and you're a kid and you don't have the the foresight or the I guess background understanding that what somebody posts on social media is not their entire life, then it's really, really easy to fall into those holes of like, oh, this is what life could be <laughs> or yeah. this is what life should be. This is what what thing, how my life should be going, but mine's not. And now I feel terrible about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I also think it's, 
I think it's really devaluing meaningful connections between people. Uh, there, there is such a greater emphasis being put on these connections online and getting these likes on the internet and mm -hmm. like engaging with people that way that people aren't, won't take the time to go out in their real life and develop themselves and, and go and have meaningful conversations with other people and develop lifelong friends with, with people in person who you're actually going to do stuff with. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I mean, I'm sure that there, there are some exceptions and there's people that meet other people online and make, become great friends and whatever and that happens, but that's not a typical thing. That's not usually what happens. You're going to be friends with this person and they're going to be on the other side of the world and you're not going to be able to yeah. do anything. Whereas if you try to build these meaningful relationships in person outside of uh, social media, I feel like that is a lot more valuable in the, the younger generations. I don't know if they, if they feel that way anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of tough. Um, I, I mean, just building on that, it's, it's interesting to see how, like you said, with relationship development, um, I feel like that's affected how, how people are getting in like intimate relationships as well, obviously. I mean, like friends aside, um, and like romantic relationships, uh, people are a lot more prone to just leaving people like, on, in the online world, it's so easy to just ghost or be away. You don't have to deal with these things. Like no one's willing to kind of stick through difficult things anymore. Yeah. And I, and I feel like the short attention span, amongst other things, I think there's a lot of other factors that kind of play a role in this. Um, they, they just have kind of overall poor effect on how people connect with one another. Um, I know you said that like there, there's certain types of people who I don't know, like I've, I've met some people who they, they just sit on Discord and they have a, a, just so many different friends and relationships. It seems like they're always talking to other people on on platforms like Discord or whatever. Um, and I mean, I, I think it's it's reasonable to be able to make friends online as well. Um, but but I, I mean, I guess personally, maybe it's a, an opinion. Uh, I think it's a lot more valuable when you meet someone in person, you're able to share uh, different experiences and discussions and uh, emotions with one another. Yeah. That what what you're saying, I was thinking with the um, people that are like just more prone to leave and everything like that, mm -hmm. uh, and it kind of uh, stemming off of that, like we were saying, the the idea that people see on social media, they just see that everybody's lives are perfect because that's all anybody will post on social media. They'll only post the good stuff. Uh, I'm worried that people kind of see that on social media like oh that's what life is life is it's just all good this is the good stuff that happens and this is amazing and then they don't see the bad when they get into their own relationships and then some there's some hiccup something happens and there's a little bit of abrasion um but between the two people they're like oh this isn't good then this mm -hmm. isn't this isn't what it should be because on social media i see it and these people have these perfect relationship relationships yeah. and yeah everything is perfect but in mine, it's not. So something must be wrong. I'm done with that. That's not it. Hmm. But that's that's totally that against it. the point. That's totally <laughs> like, yeah. against the point. How the how, how do you? That's how you make a stronger relationship is having those mm -hmm. sort of those sort of moments and the, the those hiccups, and then you work together to move past mm -hmm. them, and you develop as people, and you grow. Yeah. Conflict ah. resolution, man, is huge and. Oh, I feel man, like people I'm... just run from the conflicts now because they don't yeah. think conflicts exist in these theoretically perfect relationships. So, so people see them, you know, 
it's uh yeah it's gonna have a real poor effect on how how people develop and, and go forward and I, I think that kind of shows i mean could be super wrong don't have a, a source to quote but uh I, i'm pretty sure like the number of people who are a getting into relationships and want to be in relationships and do things like have kids is like declining like pretty rapidly um and yeah. i think i think a large part of that has to do with well a few things i guess um but pertaining to social media is just yeah they they don't know how to develop a solid in-person relationship and deal with problems that come about while still enjoying you know the the good portions of things so i mean i won't say that people having less kids is a bad thing uh, but that's a, that's a talk for another day <laughs> um but but yeah and and i think the those those values and everything will tr- just translate even to things outside of relationships like jobs mm-hmm. like if you can't take like little criticisms uh or and, and things like that then you're not going to be able like you're not going to be good at a job mm-hmm. you need to be able to take criticism and, and be able to to change and stuff and and i've been noticing like again pretty much anytime i talk about like the young people I, on, I only have a couple young people that i really get to interact with it all through uh Kaylee's younger brother and stuff. Um, but he has a really tough time dealing with criticism and negative feedback. Like it, it hits him very hard, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. But I think that stems directly from this, uh, these ideas of, of social media. And he, he's gotten this kind of connotation that, oh, I just have to be perfect always. Mm-hmm. It's okay to Nobody mess up. Is. And honestly, people take things too hard. Like you got to understand, like people get mad, but people also get over stuff too. Yeah. I mean, I've had some issues with that personally, uh, but I've worked pretty hard towards understanding that, you know, sometimes it's okay to argue or fight or be mad at what somebody said or did. Just make sure that you communicate and express your feelings and make sure they know. uh, And then sometimes you can talk about it. You know, just don't bottle it up inside and. And keep yeah. everything in there. Otherwise, you're just going to feel worse and get inside your yeah. own head. So, yeah, I'm definitely still still working on that uh, myself a little bit. I, I've been, I don't know which side I would would land on more, but I, I'm more prone to like, honestly, like this conversation isn't really going to change anything. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to like, just cause tension and problems if nothing is going to come out of it. So I'm like, I'm just mm-hmm. going to leave it be and then I'll walk away <laughs> and then I can kind yep. of just drop stuff that way. But, but no, I think, I think that's, that that's definitely something that I also need to work on as well. Just being able to talk, talk to people and share your feelings. Cause that's, yep. that's how people learn about you. And that's how you grow as a person as well. Yeah, man. It's uh, so and good. it goes both ways too. You know, you got to be open to being spoken to as well as open to speaking, which is another, you know, that was a big thing that I, that I tried to latch on early. Mm-hmm. That's huge. That's the, that's massive. Yeah. Yeah. But just going a little bit back, it's it's building on, but in like a different, I guess, way, what you were saying um, is just developing, I think, soft skills, which are really important because you were mentioning things like careers uh, uh, for for people, you know, trying to get a job, obviously, Um, especially in fields like, I mean, you work your little whatever jobs when when you're younger, it doesn't matter. You just there's a whole handful of things that usually people in like high school, for example, are doing for work. Um, but if you want to develop a career and go into maybe a larger or more corporate environment and you're not able to properly communicate or work in things like a team properly and appropriately, uh, that's a really big problem. Um, especially with like, I mean, I'm sure 
you you may agree uh or maybe you disagree who knows uh but uh for jobs hiring especially in, okay and we're going to talk about stem fields again sorry always comes up to stem uh trying to get a job and there's a lot of awkward people like i've been in yeah. a few different schools for uh or sorry just a few different programs for school uh, I, I was in engineering and I am now in computer science and in both fields, there are people that are really extraordinary at doing stuff. Okay. They, they get, they get fantastic grades and they're pretty on top of stuff, but man, if you ask them to actually just have a social interaction with anything or anyone, they seriously wouldn't be able to. And yeah, employer employers are so much more open to taking someone who's maybe average, a little above average, uh, and can actually ha- have soft people skills and and work well in an environment versus these people who know everything that you could ask for in a job, but don't have the means to actually be around others in a workplace. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, there's, I mean, I, I don't know this for a fact, but it seems like there might not be as much of a, well, I don't know if there's as much of a, a an emphasis on those sorts of things, but I don't know if people realize that that stuff is as important as it is. Um, but yeah, yeah I think that's pretty big. Yeah, um, kind of shifting a little bit uh, with the the platform. How do you feel about like social media as a means to share information rather than individual experiences and stuff? Like as a social aspect, because it has it has definitely evolved. And now people are sharing information over social media and people are Mm. sharing news and things that they believe to be true and stuff. And like you said, a lot of people have wrong opinions on the internet. I believe there are also a lot of just straight up false statements being made (laughs) on the internet. Yeah. And, Um, and I think that those, uh, people take them to be true a lot more. Yeah. That, that one's tough because. It's hard because there's always good and bads. Okay, so yeah, like social media, and I guess I'll say the internet as a whole is mm-hmm. what a fantastic way to reach out to a lot of people and keep them really well informed. All right, yeah, but but the issue is a lot more people are on social media than are on I don't know places of reliable <laughs> yeah. like news information. Uh, yeah. And it's almost like playing telephone where people hear something and then they try to reiterate it on a social media platform and they, they're going to do it poorly. Maybe they pick up little bits and pieces, but yeah, hey, it's wrong still. Yeah. And if the original source of information was wrong as well, then it's extra wrong. So mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of bad because I feel like it's been a kind of poor way to mislead a lot of people. Yeah. Um, like there's a lot, I feel like honestly at this point on, on social media platforms, at least there's a lot more false information than real information. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's really, really dangerous overall to honestly people just as a society, because if you have a lot of people walking around ill-informed uh, or having their minds shaped by these poor concepts and, and people are convinced and they believe like heavily in this stuff and they're willing yeah. to go out there and do things about it in the real world. Um mm-hmm. That's that's really problematic, I think, going forward. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. I think it's a lot more harmful than good. I think that it could potentially, or at one point could have been very, very great for, for social media to be a way to 
keep up with things like current events um, mm-hmm. or news and information. But it's it's really it's really turned into once again more of a place where people just have opinions um, and and illegitimate facts that they're yeah. they're trying to to spread. And they'll yeah. argue it to death too. That's the worst part. And mm-hmm. it's convincing, man. Like what? There's a yeah. quote somewhere by someone <laughs> that's uh, something about how you can't win in an argument with someone who's stupid pretty much is the gist of yeah. it. Um, yeah. Like they'll, they'll yeah. beat you with stupidity just because mm-hmm. having, having like nth degree confidence <clears throat> gives you kind of more power on the internet than having fact. People don't care about that, but they're going to listen to someone who's, who's, persuasive essentially so if someone's willing to be really loud and pretty much yell scream and and push their argument long enough people are just going to see that more than they'll see anything Mm -hmm. truthful by someone who's like maybe more well spoken or has has real facts right so yeah that's that's for sure um kind of yeah alongside that i i think there's also a lot of people that straight up try to use social media for straight up misinformation. Maybe not necessarily that like someone has been led to believe something that is not true. Mm-hmm. There are people that straight up try to put falsehoods onto social media mm-hmm. to make people think a certain way. Yeah, they have like, Which, hit, they have sorry. like hidden hidden agendas or narratives yeah. that they're that they're trying to push. Yeah. And, and sometimes and sometimes they're not even that hidden. Like if you were to if you were to actually do some digging and and look at the find out these like what groups are saying certain things, then it'd be pretty obvious. <laughs> like there were there were uh, I think it was back back during one of the, the US elections, not the most recent one, but uh, a while ago, I think it was Trump's election, honestly. But mm-hmm. like there were they straight up found groups I'm pretty sure that they were in Russia. They they straight up found groups that were just posting misinformation. They were just posting stuff on the <laughs> yeah. internet to try and like incite riots and get people angry and mm. and build up people's emotions and stuff. And that's that happens all the time. People just want like, like trolls on the internet. They just want to get a so reaction. Bad, well, even and, with and like, that's so harmful. It can be it can be detrimental, man. Even with the the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff, people like the yeah. Antifa groups and that kind of stuff were, were using the, these very real and meaningful protests as a cover to commit a bunch of crimes. And and then people now have this association that people are rioting and lighting places on fire for BLM. And you know, in, in reality, it's actually the, these like hate groups, pretty much, who are honestly hurting the very people that the the protests are trying to protect and, and help out. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. and it's pretty insane. And then, then we just jump to conclusions and make assumptions and, and people think the worst of it. And I don't know, it's just, once again, just spreads more Im- misinformation and, you know, more negativity all around. So. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's unfortunate, but I, I always see social media as there's, there's definitely so much potential. <laughs> Mm-hmm. like social media could be amazing and just as a tool like in a perfect world it, it it's spectacular everybody is all of a sudden connected we're all just a few seconds away from communicating with everybody and that's wonderful mm-hmm. but it is an unfortunate fact that there are people in this world that do not want to use it for good things they want to exploit it they want to make money off of it they want to take advantage of people 
use it for personal gain, whatever. Like they, they just want to do unsavory things with that power. And unfortunately, I think that usually, uh, not necessarily outweighs, but overshadows uh, the good. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know. I don't know what you do with it from there. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's, it's hard, especially I feel like in Western culture, because uh, sometimes I envy Eastern culture because they, they prioritize and value things like intelligence, where I feel like in Western culture, people value stupidity, man. They, they like conflict and violence and stupidity because it's entertaining. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and because so many more people are seeing stuff like that, you know, in comes the algorithm and it, it spreads that kind of content around a lot more than maybe more valuable stuff that is actually meaningful to people. Yeah. And it's um, a, and it's a, it's a positive feedback loop with that because, mm-hmm. because the, they, uh, <laughs> the stupidity, because that stuff is, is seen more and people like that more and engage with it more then the people that are making this content are more inclined to cater to that audience and even I, the a big example to the, that I just thought of, uh, like m- meaningful news outlets or, or, or like reliable sources of information are starting to frame the, their conclusions and stuff in a way to just get you to click on the page. They make oh, it sound, oh, yes. they make it sound a whole lot more interesting than it is uh, just to try and get you to click it. And it's, and then w- what people will do is they'll go and they'll read the headline and they'll be like, Oh my God, what? Is that true? And then not read the article or anything or do anything about it and then move on and then go tell everybody, all of their friends about this thing. The, the example I'm thinking of was, I remember, I think it was a few months ago now, uh, some research firm, they discovered that, or they were able to artificially give pure water, the characteristics of metal. Like they could, they could make pure water conduct electricity, which is a pretty crazy thing that's never happened before. But the, the post, the, the title of the article that they posted was like, water is a metal question mark (laughs) or something along those lines, just saying like scientists turn water into metal. Like what? And that's wild. And that's crazy. And people are going to read that and be like, guys, did you know that water's a metal? Yeah. What? But if you go and actually read the article and actually look at what the information is, no, it's not. They just did an experiment and they were able to make it conduct electricity, which is what considers something better. Like it's a whole thing, but they, they frame it in this way to just get you to click on a link. And in that way, they are misinforming people. Yeah. It's uh, clickbait has taken everything yeah. over. It's, it's not about the information. It's about getting views and clicks. Yeah. Because that's what matters. That's what that's what pushes the content forward and that's what recirculates things on, on the internet now. So that's what the algorithm, once again, the algorithms yeah. are looking for, right? Yeah. Um, well, that's a good point to kind of segue into the the uh, next topic. Mm-hmm. How do you think social media corporations and stuff are taking advantage of that? That that whole idea of clickbait, the that only exists because companies and corporations make money off of you clicking on that link. Yeah. Yeah. If they the, didn't the, profit off that. They wouldn't care. The The clickbait is definitely a byproduct of how social media platforms have kind of modeled their business, if you will. 
so I mean, I think there's a lot of big problems kind of overall. Um, a lot of them pertaining to things like privacy and security. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I don't know. Maybe I'll start from the top, and I'll yeah. say, um, well, we'll start with data and yeah, and how that's used on social media platforms. Because yeah, I mean, all these people are they're taking advantage of everything you post and do, and they're tracking what you click and look at, and what you view, and how long you viewed it, and they they build you this a little like personal profile a little you in in their <laughs> their their <laughs> their algorithm okay and and a they can sell this data to other people to make money which i think is a really big issue um but that aside they use it as hmm, a, a means to market to you because yep. i mean a lot of this this technology and software, you know, you got to pay people to do it. And the people who are getting paid to do it, they want to make a good amount of money. So the platform has to make a good amount of money. Yep. And people probably wouldn't use social media platforms if you just charge them some kind of subscription fee. Um, highly, like, I mean, how many times have you told the YouTube premium add yep. to GTFO because nobody Maybe wants they... YouTube premium? Because um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's pointless. Uh, they, they want the free stuff. So they do this by, you know, advertising. And yeah. it's all about ads now. So they, they just yeah. take and use your data to target you with, with different ads, amongst other things. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, do you think is, that's inherently bad? Uh, I think it has its negative effects. Like tar- um, targeted marketing, kind of more specifically. Mm, It's hard because, I mean, I, I think if you're going to show ads, showing relevant ads isn't the worst thing in the world. Like yeah. if if you're like, no matter what, ads will be shown. OK, yeah. But it's like if, if people are going to show you ads that are relevant, I mean, that that's obviously more beneficial to the companies who are advertising. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess it's maybe beneficial to you, depending on how you view things. <laughs> yeah. If, if it's a ploy to make you spend a bunch of money on stuff that you don't actually care about, then, you know, that's probably negatively impacting people because i mean people have enough financial problems as is um yeah so it's kind of difficult in that aspect but i guess it's better than just seeing a bunch of useless stuff um but the i guess the negatives in it is they kind of take it a step further where anytime you interact with or are physically nearby using location to another person they yeah they try to show you those person's things (laughs) yeah that was a wild thing when you told me about how that worked that that was crazy. Yeah, people think uh, people think your phone's listening to you all the time. Yeah, they don't really actually generally listen to the microphone on stuff. Uh, these algorithms are just disgustingly good at predicting what you were talking about around other people that you were yeah. physically nearby because they have location services to do so. Um, and, and with that, they're going to recommend you stuff that the person that you're near is interested in. Um, mm-hmm. And they're, they're going to do that in, in a fashion that you know, maybe you have some common interests and they have common interests, but they differ slightly. It's like, where, where's the connection? So they, they make the connection. They predict what's a good ad to show to you. Um, so, you know, you hear one of the guys at work <laughs> was talking and he's like, man, that one co- co-worker, all he ever does is talk about RuneScape around me. <laughs> and now I'm getting RuneScape ads on my phone. Well, co-worker one, non-RuneScape fellow, he plays video games and stuff too. So the, the connection is video games and 
if he's constantly standing beside a guy who plays runescape all day and is watching runescape content on youtube and googling runescape you know guides or solutions or whatever you want to call them Mm -hmm. well the connection is games and runescape is person two's interest so they're going to share that interest to person one because maybe they'll like it as well Um, yeah and now they're going to get those runescape ads because you know there's some there's some common ground there and there's a good chance that now they're going to go play some runescape maybe yeah not the case (laughs) though <laughs> no it's runes co-worker one does not does not want to play <laughs> but maybe they get somebody else maybe that gets somebody else to, to go and try the game and stuff oh it definitely so, works it works otherwise they wouldn't be doing it i mean that's nah. that's you know that's that's why they're they're up to this to begin with but it's like how much know. data do you actually pull and yeah who you share it with you know yeah with this sort of idea of data and these platforms and corporations just always having like a data profile of you. Uh, I, I watched an interesting talk recently where they try to have the perspective that you're not going to stop this. Like data is not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. It is not gonna stop you're still gonna get targeted ads they're still gonna want to like collect this data on you to try and make your life better is what they'll tell you or whatever and all this stuff is gonna happen you're not going to stop that it is going to happen that is the way the direction that the world is going what we need to worry about is making sure that this stuff is secure and not getting into the wrong hands like i'm not i'm not worried about Facebook knowing the stuff that I like or the friends that I follow, or I'm not worried about Google being able to connect me to likes of people around me. That's not what I'm super worried about. I'm more worried about the one crazy guy who's in his basement who hacks into these servers and pulls that information and then tries to blackmail me with with data Mm-hmm. to try and do something malicious like the it's the the malicious people that i believe should be the the concern a lot more than the big corporations like you're not going to stop google from collecting as much data as possible on every person in the world mm-hmm. that's not going to go away that is how like just straight up businesses have been built since that started and the world is just going to become that even more so and I think we just need to be a lot more careful. I mean, education is, is, is a big part. And if everybody just understood uh, how this stuff was used and how your data is out there and the stuff that you need to be careful with and how to recognize if something is wrong, I think that's kind of the best way to, I guess, mediate or... or prevent these the, the the big problems from happening but i think too too many people put too much effort into like oh fight the corporations like stop stop google from taking all of my stuff stop facebook from reading my likes well facebook wouldn't be a thing if they didn't do that <laughs> like these 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 platforms would be gone otherwise do you, do you think there are limitations though so i, oh, I yeah. think it's pretty fair for 
things that maybe could be relevant to like marketing info and to some degree to show you things of interest. They need to know what you like and that kind of stuff. Do you think yeah. there are limitations on what data they should actually collect? Like to some oh, yeah. degree, like you say, you know, there's always Mr. Basement guy trying to hack yeah. and get data. It's like, well, do you, do you think that these big tech companies should have data that's actually harmful to users at that point? Yeah. Or should it just be data solely focused on things like marketing, for example, which is generally yeah. just interests? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that, that that could definitely, I think there should be limitations. I do. Uh, we uh, <laughs> actually, that is a big discussion through my actual studies, uh, studying to be a data scientist and everything. That's literally what I'm going to be working with at some point. Um, and the, there's this idea that you should only really be collecting the data that you need for your purposes. And that that's not how it started, like with, with Facebook and everything like that. They started and they started collecting this data. And that was the first time when anything like that happened. So they were like, let's just get everything. Let's just let's just take in as much stuff as we can uh, on everybody and then sell it, <laughs> do yeah. do stuff, make money with that, basically try and try and make all of these new things. But but now that this idea of collecting data on people is the norm and every basically corporation does that every every single thing that you do on the internet they want you to sign up for an account link your email and do all this stuff everybody wants to have some sort of connected data in, in that respect so i do think that there needs to be limitations uh they they i don't know how that's done um other than basically just expecting each individual to behave ethically but that doesn't yeah, uh... typically happen uh, but you know, it, like if it's a marketing company, sure. They can take marketing data on my interest. That's it. They don't need like addresses or like first and last names and shit. Like they don't need <laughs> all of that specific, uh, personally identifiable information. Uh, so some of the stuff isn't necessary, but I don't know how to, I don't know how to accomplish that. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty difficult. Cause I mean, in, in a lot of ways, big data and big tech companies are, more powerful than governments like a straight up yeah. example is when trump was being trump and the social media platforms literally obliterated his existence on the internet like he wasn't yep. allowed to do anything he's the actual president of the united states at the time he is the leader of the country and he couldn't do anything about it so how is that how, how can you control that as a government entity especially when these platforms are, are pretty global as well like a lot of people are using this stuff overall like a lot of these companies are bigger than any individual nation yeah uh i think it's tough and well i mean <laughs> i think the answer is simple but the implementation is very very difficult mm -hmm. and the whole thing is you just need to stop interacting with that platform like p individuals need to decide like no i don't think that's okay for them to do that so then you need to stop mm -hmm. you need to stop using their platform if you don't believe in Facebook's data collecting practices, delete your Facebook account, get off, of it, stop using it. They can't make money off of you anymore. You take away their power. That is very difficult to do, though, with a lot of stuff. And, and, I, and I understand that that might not be a good answer because these social media companies have become so ingrained in our society. It's like, well, you just it, it feels necessary to, to some people, but... It's it's, uh, it's difficult. There's there's like a lack of information as well. You say if you, if you 
don't agree with how Facebook handles data. Honestly, most people don't know how Facebook handles data. Yeah. Like they're not open about it. They don't nope. they don't put it in layman's terms on a sheet where you can go and look up, you know, how is my data being used? Some yeah. places are starting to do that and you can actually see uh, they'll, they'll put a little post on what they're doing with your data, what they collect and why. Uh, but a lot of people don't, or they're just not interested or don't care enough to do anything about it yeah. uh, without understanding the like detriments this can have to, to people as a whole. Right. So. Yeah. I think that that may be a good, a good first step um, with the, these corporations disclose, basically disclosing that there's like they're in human research and stuff like that. There's this idea of uh, informed consent and for you to do any sort of research on a person, that person needs to understand what you're going to be doing to them, the data you're going to be collecting on them, and what you're going to do with that data afterwards. Like they need to fully understand what's going to be happening with all that. And then they can say, yes, I'm okay with this happening. Or no, I don't want this to be happening. And I feel like that is missing in a lot of social media. Uh, Like it's not explicitly human research, but it is (laughs) kind of, it still is behind the scenes they do research and studies on on your personal data all the time because they have it uh whereas if if they made a point uh, or there was some regulation that forced those corporations to make it very well known to everybody what they're doing with your stuff then people would have that power to say nah i don't like that i'm Mm -hmm. gonna not (laughs) and say no uh i i think that that's probably a good step then Mm -hmm. that's probably a good first step Okay. Stepping away from, I guess, data for a sec, I'm curious on your opinion of, I guess, intentional methodologies that some of these companies use uh, in order to gain attention. Um, Like I know a lot of places are, I want to say places, sorry, platforms, they they do specific things in order to intentionally create addiction pretty much in in people, um, which obviously gets a higher volume for, for things like marketing so they can make more money. But where like, where do like morals and ethics come into play when you're, you're doing things like, like, for example, I know some places say, you say you go to, you, you have a nightly schedule and every, every day at 8 PM, that's when you go on Facebook. And then one day you decide to not go on Facebook because you're busy. Like you're sure shit going to get a notification from Facebook on something at 8 p.m. when it knows that you want to go on there and you're not, um, that makes you feel the need to go there or uh, tactics like, I don't know, I, I feel like this more applicable to places like TikTok where they capture your attention with those, you know, short, brief periods of entertainment. So you kind of get the that hit of serotonin and dopamine and you it keeps you coming back for more like how problematic is that going forward and is it wrong for companies to use tactics like that in order to gain i guess viewership in a way yeah i don't like saying that it's wrong because that's how the businesses work <laughs> like that's that's how a business that's how the businesses grow if they didn't do stuff like that, nobody knew would ever join the platforms really, or it would get to a point where everybody that wanted to be on it was everybody that wasn't, isn't. And then that's it. Now you're done. Uh, but I don't know if it's also <laughs> completely ethical. Um, like, like you said, they're, they're straight up addicting. 
they are addicting mm-hmm. to people and there are people that are more prone to those addictions and uh using those tactics can sometimes make make it inescapable which is tough and i usually find i don't know if i like this but i usually find myself leaning more towards the the hard ass approach and it's like you just need to look after yourself yeah like everybody needs to be responsible for themselves the business is going to do what the business is going to do if you don't have the power over yourself to say this is harmful to me i'm going to stop and then maybe not like drop it immediately but try and take steps to to get better in, in that respect then that's kind of your own fault like i mean like all the time i get, i don't know about you but i've gotten a handful of like little flyers or stuff for for weird things on my car people put it in my in my windshield wipers and look at this stuff they try to get me get me hooked on on things or trying to get me to go try this stuff i'm like nah i'm good bye or like uh emails online and stuff they try to get me to try new products or try new things like hey we thought you might like this I'm like, okay no whatever and, and i feel like you you I, I find myself leaning more towards you have, like personal responsibility for it um because okay. the business the business is going to be the business and you have to realize that I don't, I don't know if it's if it's fair i well i don't know if this is great but i don't know if it's necessarily fair to expect a company uh, a business to stop trying to grow its business and that's essentially what you would be asking for facebook and stuff to stop that stuff okay i'd agree in like a lot of places where yeah i think there's a lot of the onus is on the user to Mm -hmm. be responsible for themselves i feel like a big issue that might arise from that is that aside where we're currently standing most people are on social media and unfortunately I, I at least see a lot of parents just throw these devices in front of kids in their face yeah. so like yeah. i feel like maybe for some of the older generations where their entire life hasn't revolved around social media it might not be as big of a problem but a lot of the up-and-coming generations where all they know is these short attention span videos um yeah. and sitting in front of a phone and screen it's like they're they're like force fed that pretty much from a young age and they're going to be trapped in something like that before they have any say in it you know Which yeah is... i don't know that's a good point maybe something needs to change at that point then mm-hmm. but i don't know what i don't know or like limitations you, you know like like netflix did a really great thing on putting a, a break in between yeah. how frequently you watch episodes and say are you still there because that gives you the opportunity to be like, hey, maybe it's been a while and I need to step away and do something else. Or you can yeah. actively choose to continue to watch more stuff. Yeah. But a lot of other places don't really implement something like that. So it's really easy to just fall into this like yeah. terrible tunnel of endless social media. Yeah, they is... started implementing the infinite scroll. Yeah. <laughs> so you just it's... go and there's no stop. Like I remember you would go yeah. and then you'd get to a point and be like, oh, next page or more pages there's that there's that break it but that's gone now now you just go and it just doesn't stop and that's a good yeah that's that's a good point Mm -hmm. it it could be something simple like that you're right it could just be a little thing just some some like notification just to say like hey you've been on here for an hour (laughs) yeah you've been on here for six hours the time to (laughs) go do something else don't forget to eat (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> like little things I think are important and companies could do maybe a little bit more, although I don't that think they're good. completely responsible, you know, like you said, that people are responsible good. for themselves, but yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd be pretty could, awesome if they, uh, yeah, they understand these issues and maybe do their part to help a little bit to some degree. So they still get what they want, but you know, are still helping people not have such terrible habits maybe. Yeah. And I, and I'm, I'm hoping I have my finger. Uh, I'm, I got my fingers crossed uh, that I believe people are becoming more aware of this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And like, like I've seen multiple articles that waves of people are, are moving away from Facebook, younger people like us or younger. <laughs> There's this, this middle ground. Um, uh, like we're, we're moving away from Facebook. So now they're like, what do we do? What, who do we try to get to use Facebook and stuff like that? And I feel like there's become, uh, we're, we're building up this, uh, the, the value behind an, an ethical company and, and somebody that is doing stuff that is believed to be proper or right in some way. And, and I think it would like, it could straight up become a good business move to implement these sorts of things to try and mm-hmm. make the social media use more healthy. And I'm hoping that that actually drives the companies to do that. You'd hope they could always go and take the opposite approach. It's like, how can we make this even worse? I know so I that saw, we capture yeah. the attention more. Like, I, we, I know I saw that. Know? I saw that uh, Facebook, like they're whatever people our age, we're leaving Facebook. So now they're like, oh, maybe we should target the young kids. Let's try and get the young kids on our yeah. platform. Now. I'm like, no, okay, yeah. now we're no, this is dangerous. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like again. I I think the it the be all end all is just is the money is the money, mm-hmm. and you are dollars to them. You every person is just money to the to the corporations. Yeah. I've seen that as an analogy a fair bit. Where we're in a weird market where normally you sell someone a product and they pay for it, but yeah. we're in an instance where these companies want to advertise, so they're trying to sell their stuff. But they're selling us, man. Like we're yep. we're the product. Facebook, yep. Google, they want to sell the people. That's that's what they have to offer is the people yep. and their information as opposed to an actual product that they're selling. Yep. If you're not paying for a product, then you are the product. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's just, and I don't know if people realize that's that. That's the truth. <laughs> I don't know if people realize that. People people look at it and they're like, oh, I get it. I get this fancy free platform that I can talk to my all of my friends on and it's great and then i can see funny things on the internet and it gives me news and all that stuff it is great and it's free and it's wonderful mm-hmm. but but big but don't forget <laughs> they're selling you basically cost, yeah <laughs> always man yeah so overall not great no <laughs> I mean, uh... Like I said, I mean, I feel like there's a potential to have some really fantastic things come out of it, but I feel like the likelihood is just not very high versus, I don't know. Cause there's, there's, there's more for the companies to, to gain from doing worse things than better things, you know, and people will fall into those traps because that's why they do it. It's appealing to the masses, right? So, yep. One, maybe one one thing I also want to talk about getting away from, yeah. I guess, data and stuff is how do you think uh, platforms censoring information and pretty much being the dictator of what can and can't be shown or what is and isn't shared or becomes popular has an effect on on people like I think I think Twitter is pretty famous for 
having what I think they've got like pretty left views. And if someone says something that doesn't necessarily agree with their politics per se, I think this is a bigger issue in the States. Um, Mm -hmm. Then they'll shadow ban them, so to say, where maybe they'll leave their stuff on there. Sometimes they just straight up ban people um, and find reasons to ban them. Or even though you don't do something as severe as others, you get banned because they don't agree with what you said. Um, Or they'll just make it so that you're at the bottom of the priority list in terms of sharing and showing people stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know places like YouTube and that kind of thing do this as well, where it can seriously affect people's lives and things like their income and their business. So, I don't know. I think it's that comes kind of round, back around to big tech having more power than governments and our governments able yeah. to like, is do we have free, free speech at that point? Like that's, yeah. that's a law given to people in, I mean, developed countries for the most part, not, not everywhere, but where we live, at least uh, fortunate for us. Um, but if they steal that away from us on media platforms, do you really have free speech or no? And yeah. who controls things like that? Yeah, that's a tough, this is a tough discussion. Um, because again, you, we always have to be aware that there, there are going to be those people out there that try to take advantage of it as well. And they're going to utilize this powerful platform to persuade people one way or the other. And sometimes that's in a negative direction. Um, but yeah, who who gets to determine what's negative and what's not? Yeah, the people so making it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, more, I more so lean towards uh, you, you can't censor it. You can't. That is a very that is a very slippery slope, a very very steep slope. As soon as you start uh, taking away people's voices on these platforms that have become like ingrained in our society, they they've changed the way people live. As soon as you take away people's voice on those platforms, then it's it's. It's only a couple really short turns into, okay, now the government is not letting you say certain things yes. and, or the corporations are not like, whatever there, there's so much bad stuff that can happen from that. Mm-hmm. The real issue I think arises on how you regulate that too. Like a lot of the stuff they do and how they do it is private data yeah. and it belongs to the company. So how do you, and I mean, a lot of like the machine learning they do, it's all black box. Even the people who create it don't necessarily know what it's doing per se. Um, so how do you, how does one regulate this? Do you use a different external software to kind of go through and constantly manage these platforms and make sure that, yeah. that look at all the posts, for example, not just the ones that show up at the top of the page yeah. um, and pretty much gather statistics on yeah, maybe how much they're being viewed or shown. Yeah. And then I think is, auditing is, the, is really the only, only way you can do that. Yeah, to an extent, I don't think there's. It's a. These are a lot of like really big, almost unanswerable questions that, like right now at least, um, that I feel like need to be addressed going forward. Yeah, that's stuff that needs to be considered. Yeah. Like this again. This is the way the world's going. Mm-hmm. This is just what is happening. It's not going to stop. You're not going to be mm-hmm. able to stop this stuff from happening. So, rather than, like, complain about the the potentially bad stuff, we need to try and focus on ways to prevent that (laughs) yeah i agree so everybody drop a like follow 
uh, share on all of your local social medias. <laughs> Post it every. Uh, no. <laughs> Jesus. Like, subscribe, comment, uh, five star <sighs> review, please. Hit the uh, hit the bell for your <laughs> notifications. Uh, we're gonna have a Yelp page. I don't know how we do that. Mm -hmm. um, oh my goodness. So I'll see your seriousness. You know, if you if you wanna pop us a nice review if, if you like the, if you like the show and find some value uh, in it. yeah if you want subscribe people to, start to hear engaging. some more <laughs> that'd be really cool yeah i don't know again i'm new into this whole social media thing i don't know how to promote myself yeah man how do you promote ourselves i don't know what is marketing what is marketing <laughs> i don't know just pay for it we'll exactly yeah yeah facebook put us at the top of the page please please Remember, it's 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 Colton and Chad on the QED experience. <laughs>